listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner. I know you were thinking it was Charles Aznavour, but no, it's Frank Skinner. <laughs> and I'm with, um, I like Charles. I prefer Charles to Charles. <laughs> yeah. Prince, Prince Charles. Come on, can't go wrong. <laughs> Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Don't call. Well, we've had some... Do you want to hear some of the correspondence we've had already? Yes, of course. OK, let's kick us off with 848. Morning, Frank and the gang. Whatever happened to Doss Houses? <laughs> Straight out of the box. Yeah, I thought we'd start off with that. <laughs> um, have they gone, Doss Houses? I don't think well, so. Well, it's sort of halfway house, weren't they? They've probably well, been rebranded like yeah. Snickers or something. It's not like there's any shortage of rough sleepers, so they must, they must no. still exist in some form. Opal fruits and Starbucks. For Gen Zers and millennials who may not be familiar with the concept Who's yeah. Gen Zers? Yeah. Oh. That's the generation two before you. Wow. Um, two after you, I'm sorry. After me. Um... What, how would you describe a DOS house, Frank? Well, I think of it as a place where um, people go who don't have anywhere else to go, and that's where they sleep. Mm-hmm. OK. How would you describe it? Mm. Yeah. See, Dossin was... I a think... Thing. It was, Dossin was an activity when I... People would say, why don't you come round my house, we can have a DOS. Yeah. And that just meant sat around doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I would say that... Oh, we, we did it by appointment. Yeah, dossing oh, yeah. out was a thing. Dossing what? out, just uh, like chilling out. Oh, no, like, no. Mm-hmm. They were places where my father used to call them gentlemen of the road. Yeah. They would often right, yeah, hitch yeah. up there. Yeah, indeed. But, you know, I don't know what's happened to them. I, I think. think they've been called something else because doss houses sounds just a bit too great depression. <laughs> yeah. But um, <clears throat> good call. Um, we've also had... Uh, we, I should say we have a regular theme on the show, Whatever yeah. Happened To, where people suggest things that have just... Um, gone. Yeah, like I was thinking the other day. Um, here we go. We have a jingle. Red Eye. Oh, yeah. On pictures. <laughs> I haven't seen that for. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Have they done something to cameras to stop that happening? I think so. Well, you can do it anyway with all the filters now. I'm sure they don't. But yeah, you never see Red Eye, do you? Well, I, I used to love it. I used to get. Um, <laughs> Like the dog, take a picture of your dog and it would it, it oh, got yeah. blue. It looked like Paul Newman. <laughs> they didn't get red eye. They'd have bright. I got pictures of we had like a Staffordshire Bull Terrier with these beautiful blue eyes really? glaring yeah. out. Yeah, blue which he didn't dog. have. Disney he didn't have. I didn't that have red eyes most of the time. <laughs> yeah, so that's gone. Um, an eagle-eyed uh, reader of the show, Sylvie, has uh, sent us an email titled "The Conga." Uh, you do bring up the conga a lot. Dear Frank mm. et al, the conga has featured many times on the show, often well, memories about its former glory years. <laughs> yes, I'm an enthusiast. So I hope it <laughs> pleases Frank to know it was revived last week after FC Bayern Munich s- secured the German league title. The players performed the conga in front of the fans with the leader holding a cardboard cutout of the trophy. As the match was played away from Bayern Stadium, I'd like to think the middle eight contained a tribute to the losing home team. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> Good old Bayern Munich. Yeah, as they yeah. say. 
Yeah. <laughs> and the slightly mournful middle eight. Yeah. But of course, the German national team <laughs> adopted three lions when they won Euro '96. So I, I Did feel they? musically, Did I have. They? Yeah, they they sang it on the. You know, when they have those big like the teams on the balcony and yeah. thousands and thousands of people. They sang uh, "Football's Coming Home." Because they felt that was its home. Frank Skinner, big in Germany. Yeah, uh-huh. it got to number seventeen in the charts. <laughs> yeah, I love that you still remember that. I think they felt it was on the invoice. I think, <laughs> I think they felt that they'd also won the song as well as what it, in the in tournament. Tournament includes song <laughs> in brackets. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've uh, we've had we've had quite a lot, Frank. I mean, we won't mm. read it to you, but we've had quite a lot of praise for your portrayal of Johnny Cash, um, including um, the following email: Dear Frank, DME, and Alan, does the recent advertising campaign of Frank's portrayal of Johnny Cash go a long way to dispel the myth that Frank is a one-trick pony when it comes to American accents? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you do have a theory that you only do that all the time. I only time do uh, Wild West all the time. But Johnny Cash is a guy he's, on the he's, step. He's not a million miles from Wild West all the time. <laughs> I just had to move him a bit further south. Good. But you're right, Al. Well, that, it's not me, it's Adam, who continues in his email. Also, like you, Frank, he now lists several things that he's got in common with you. I'm an avid viewer of the weather reports on Sky News Breakfast. My life would not be complete without tuning in. Uh, you could say that I, too, am a dedicated follower of the Nazarene. Mm. Finally, I think is the answer is... Is this a date or something? Close to it. It's going well. Yeah. But there are... Finally, we've got a whatever happened to... I think the answer is obvious, but whatever happened to stadium PAs alerting men to the impending birth of their child? <laughs> Adam. Do you remember the ways you yes, said they you still get that, don't you? Well, I asked that. Well, the, the one I always quote was, um, I must have told you this, I was at West Brom and we, um, we'd lost 2-0 to um, Nottingham Forest, I think it was. Uh, and uh, everyone was pretty, as you imagine, quite cheesed off as we left. And the voice said, um, uh, Mr. Blah, 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 uh, Please come to um, no, no, blah blah blah. Whatever his name was, your wife has given birth to a baby boy in um, in West Bromwich, uh, whatever the hospital's called. Yeah. And uh, an old guy said to me, he says, "Oh, poor devil." He said he sat through this lot. Now he's got to go <laughs> home and make his own tea. <laughs> <laughs> The idea that he might have been going to the hospital never even occurred to the bloke. <laughs> but yeah, they did used to announce it. What? So you said, you, what do you think? Oh, I love no. childbirth, Elzo, in style. Adam, Adam, Adam thinks the answer is obvious, but whatever happened to Stadium PA's alerting men to... I Why think, is it obvious? I don't know what his obvious guess is. Because men are at the birth now. No, I think it's because so, they get maybe. texted, presumably. But oh, sure. maybe. Well, they have phones, oh. so you wouldn't need the oh, tannoy to yeah. tell you. I was with Frank. I thought it was because men are just, you know, constantly traipsing around behind the pregnant lady going, do you well, need anything? Is there, like, I this think it's because they've depends, got phones. Depends on the of the match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I'd be happy to go and watch a birth instead of any of the uh, West Brom games of recent times. <laughs> mm. Anybody's birth, actually, if anyone's 
anyone's looking yeah, for yeah. Uh, some uh, celebrity ex- fan. <laughs> yeah. Extraordinary shout out. C- celebrity attendant <laughs> for their uh, birth. Imagine if that was on your list of things that, that you'll could be do. Me. Celebrity, you're... celebrity doula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will drive self. Push. Yes. Um, Easy, fine, we've had another whatever happened to from that's Stuart a, that, that is a good. I like that whatever happened to that because uh-huh. that's that's a good obscure one. I mean, the the reasons for it not happening, I think, are interesting. Sorry, Emily. Well, we've got whatever happened to candles in empty wine bottles. I think you still, still get that. I still see that. What do you think? Not in my house. <laughs> Wasn't it? T- is that? No. Um, is that yet another Elton John version? <laughs> <laughs> he really did a lot of rewrites on that shot. That song, yeah, he did. He? he worked it well. <laughs> I should say, um, on, in, in reference to... Um, I, 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 the Johnny Cash thing is on, is on uh, Sky, and we're playing Johnny Cash. I did just want to mention that um, my road manager in that show is played by Alex Beckett, who um, died very suddenly this week at the age of 36. And he was fantastic company to have around and so brilliant and as an actor sometimes you're with people and that they've got that much talent it just crackles like electricity and he was a brilliant actor and he will be very very missed indeed absolute 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 radio frank skinner on absolute radio I'll tell you what, do you remember a few weeks ago I discovered what pleather was? Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. I, I'm it not, was quite the morning. Yeah. I, not, and I'm not saying that badly. I mean, pleather, it's a, it's a fabric. It's a combination of plastic and leather, as you may have. It's a portmanteau word. That's mm. what it is. Um, I, was, I passed a woman this morning. It was a bit chilly as I walked in this morning. And, uh, and she was very... Um, Warmly dressed, is is puffer? Is that a fabric? Would you would you say? Would you speak of? You no. know when people wear yeah. a puffer jacket. Yeah. Yes. Are they talking about that sort of panelled quilted thing? Is that is that puffer? Could I get a puffer upholstery in my car, for example? Oh, I see. If you oh, if you requested it like that. No, it's it's. Um... Yeah, if I request it like that. <laughs> yeah, if you request it like that. I didn't mean to sound that. quite so disparaging. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. I mean, I suppose there's some sort of synthetic but material is, inside it. But what is it. a puffer jacket then? I think it's a brand name. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? But it's fine oh. to not know that. Remember, we had an episode where I thought a slazenger was an actual animal. And, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I felt a fool. So, so you're you know, suggesting it's puffer to you? Well, we still don't know what the animal is on the slash, don't you? No, we don't. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but we think it's not a puma. Is no. that our theory? Um, Did I you was... look nice in the puffer? No. Oh. oh. Was it sleeveless? It was, uh, no, it was oh, completely. Gilet. It was full length. <laughs> Can I just say great use of gilet from the cockerel? Yeah. I've, uh, I've recently acquired a, I thought I would never own one because I, I don't really ride a horse <laughs> but I've acquired a, um, a sleeveless puffer have you recently yeah, I've got one lovely yeah. aren't they Re- red mine is am I the only one in the gang without a sleeveless red that's red. quite outre yeah well I, I've got oh. um, I've got a uh, a green t-shirt and I thought I could sort of um, rock a Robin, right. Robin no the Boy boast. Robin the Boy Wonder <laughs> 1960s kind of like I might have the twin curls you know he used to have t- twin curls on his 
on his on his fringe. <laughs> Don't know that. But I, you know, Lisa Stansfield. Imagine yeah. if Lisa yeah. Stansfield had, um, say, um, she had a a, 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 a double, a, a twin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that wouldn't work. If she thought, I'll go for two curls, so she moved one to one side and then brought another one in. I imagine remember when people used to drive cars and they used to have the names of the bloke and his girlfriend oh, yeah. on, oh, yes. on strips. If I'd have been Lisa Stansford, I'd have had a big curl on the top of my side of the screen. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't do that. She could have had one on the inside and hung maybe a magic tree on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was, um... We've had a request, sorry, Frank, for you to go to the impending birth of our next child. Okay. This is from 730. I'll be there. I also think his gittishness will help detract. Uh, detract? Detract. Oh, I thought you said, <laughs> will help detract? I thought, oh, <laughs> what, am I, what am I supposed to do? Um, well, I'll be there, don't worry about that. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll keep the nails. We'll share your details. Yeah, exactly, yeah. thanks. Um... Oh, well, tell you what, you know, um, the other week, um, last week, I think, I was pointing out that my my five-year-old asked me if um, all honey came from bees or if people... Yes. Oh, or it could be have... man-made. Well, can you still say man-made? Is that acceptable? Person-made. Yeah. I think well, um, we're going to just intrude over it. Person-made. Okay. Um, th- and we never really got to the bottom of it, I Oh, there was think. the great no. synthetic honey debacle, wasn't there? Well, there was people saying the Chinese made synthetic honey, but there was some honey in it. Yeah. I mean, this week, he said to me, um, I, I, I didn't, we, we, we went away for a bit, so I didn't shave. Right. And, uh, oh, I quite like that. Mm, me too. Dad on a mini break, not shaving. Yeah, exactly. Hello. So I forgot the race, I'll be straight with you. Love that so look. I gave him, a, I was giving him a bit of a, a, a kiddle, as I call it, which is a combination of a kiss and a coddle. My mum used to call it a kiddle. Nice. And um, he said to me, Oh, you're really spiky. I said, He said, Will I have a beard when I grow up? And mm. I said, Yeah, yeah, of course you are. He said, um, Where is it now? Oh, I just question. didn't have. I just didn't have an answer. I mean, I, mean, I didn't realise. <laughs> well, become a parent, yeah. you've got to be. He's like, like a little Jean Paul Sartre. <laughs> you, basically need, you basically need a philosophy degree to answer. Well, that I, no, I think minimum. It's an biology. Isn't it biology? Surely. Oh, I'd say. But I'd say if philosophy. Any, if anyone knows yeah, I think about philosophy these things, enters that. I would agree. Al. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, where is Bozzy's beard now? <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We still don't have an answer yet to the question, where is Buzz's beard? Yeah, really? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'd like to be able to tell him okay. this weekend, <laughs> ideally. He woke up the other... I was, we were sleeping in the same room because I was on holiday, mm-hmm. and uh, he woke up and went, yes? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. Those moments are fun, aren't they? Yeah. Like, um... That was it, though. That was his opening greeting of the day. Like, you know, oh. come on. What's happening? Anyway, I'm going off too much about um, my child. Although I have been... i tell you what I've been doing. I've, um, I've been practising uh, some childhood activities that I haven't done for a long time. Oh, yeah. Um, including I, um, I, lo- I rolled down a grass... Bank. Oh yeah, that'd be good fun. Extraordinary. Yeah, Boz was doing it quite a lot and really like loving it. 
and then he said, come on, um, come on, daddy, he said. In a, I thought, you know, pr- provocative way. Mm. And uh, and so I rolled down this quite steep bank. And, and I think, you know, it's, you know when you put your arms above your sort of stretch yes, full yeah. out and you just, you really let yourself oh, go. You, I was thinking more 70s TV cop all hunched over. No, no, what, no like I, forward I, rolls. Yeah, like oh, no, I couldn't do. What do you think I am? A compulsive gambler. <laughs> oh, very, oh good. very good. No, so I rolled down. Um, with, uh, you remember him, <laughs> Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, and uh, he actually really quite shook me up quite a lot. Oh, really? Did he? Yeah, I felt awful. <laughs> I mean, I put a brave face on it, but I could sort of feel my brain banging about. You know, when you microwave a pork pie, yeah, to melt yeah. the jelly. And Which, the meat is again, sort of, was an audience suggestion. I it think, was, years yeah. Ago. I was. I suggested. I suggested it was the meat version of a Coke float. <laughs> <laughs> so if you microwave a pork pie, the jelly melts and the ball of pork sort of bobs in yes. the in the in the jelly sea. Mm-hmm. Um, what you need is um, I don't know maybe uh, maybe a, a beef based um, copy of the Titanic. Right. to approach the, in the sea of fat. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's what my brain felt like. I could hear it hitting the, the inside of my head. But I feel the head. same when kids ask me to go on the tram, uh, trampoline. Oh, yeah. It's like a cranial well. trauma. Yeah. I don't want to do that to myself. It's horrible. But I had to put a brain... You know what I was saying last week? I, I, I reckoned I could jump off a train and I'd be all, I'd, I'd, I'd be all right with it. Yeah. yeah, I've lost. I've lost confidence <laughs> in that. No. I actually felt, and not just like I got a bit of a, a bang, you know, from doing it. Mm. Um, I, I felt sort of emotionally upset after I'd rolled down the bank. How many times did you roll down there? Just the once. <laughs> oh really? Oh, don't make me go back there. It was quite a long, you know, steep. It was oh, many, was it? Many rolls. Did you feel like right. you'd had one of your falls? I felt like um, I felt for a, f- a short period like I was going to die. Right. Um, so rolling down the back. Yeah, to rolling down the back. It's much more. I mean, I'm 61. Should I be rolling down a bank at my age? Yeah, I'd say. I'd if say you so, take yeah. the would juxtaposition of probably would over 60s travel card and rolling down a grass bank, <laughs> I don't know if those two should ever. <laughs> You're right. Should ever be in juxtaposition. It was. Uh, yeah. So uh, if there's any elderly people listening, don't do it unless, you know, it's accidental. Um, I imagine if you're at, say, uh, the badminton horse trials, mm-hmm. it could happen accidentally. But I'm saying you'll get through it, but don't expect it to be pleasant. <laughs> I think that's fair, isn't it? <laughs> I've used that line before. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I tell you what I did. I went to the cinema at. Um, I went to a um, twelve thirty screening in the in the you know lunchtime. Oh, All right. Oh yeah. Oh, I love a bit of daytime. You, it feels like, yeah. you really feel like you're unemployed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine in the system. A friend yeah, of mine the said they were in Leicester once, and um, they did that, and they, uh, they saw. Um, World Cup winning goalkeeper Gordon Banks on his own at a uh, lunchtime screening of Edward Scissorhands. 
Who'd have thought? Oh, yeah. Nice and quiet as well, so you get a good seat. I just think it was the hands thing. You probably thought, oh, I'll go oh. and have a look at that. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested in that. <laughs> Any hands-based <laughs> stuff. Banksy was there. <laughs> Banksy. He was the original Banksy, of course. Of course. Yeah, so uh, it was, you know, I still got the thrill. Do you remember this? The thrill of leaving a cinema and it's daylight. Oh, yeah. You still think, oh, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> well, who knew? <laughs> oh man, it was it was great. Are we allowed to know what you saw? I saw uh, Peter Rabbit. Oh, it's on, good. on your own? No, no. Just him and Gordon Banks. No, I, I just wanted yeah. to ascertain. I dressed up as well. I just, I just wore a blue jacket. I do like the idea of you coming on your own. So uh, that's great. Rabbit. Yeah, I got a bit of spare time. I can catch up. Fan, quite fancy that Peter Rabbit thing. <laughs> it was good. I really enjoyed it, but I wouldn't have gone on my own. No, no. Although I quite like going to the cinema on my own, because mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't like to be fretting about whether the other person's enjoying it all the time. But I tell you what, a result when we got there. They yeah. said, uh, "Do you want the VIP seats? It's three pounds more." And I thought, "I'm paying three pounds more. It's already about." 30 quid. Also, Al, I hope they didn't pause after telling you the price so that for a brief moment you thought, oh, they recognise me offering me the VIP <laughs> No, I paused after the three pounds. <laughs> I went, hmm. I said, no, we'll be fine. And then when we got in, we went to the seats we'd bought, which was like the normal seats, quite far back. And somebody it looked like they'd just tipped out like four tubs of... Uh, of uh, Popcorn? Popcorn, yeah. thanks, thank you. <laughs> and uh, the bloke said, you can't, you can't come in here, look at this mess. He said, please go to VIP seats. Oh, results. Oh. I thought, uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine my delight. That's probably, I mean, that, to me, probably put 10% on the film. That's yeah. great. Oh, I mean, three little life upgrades. I Anything. Mean, oh, you do enjoy things like that, don't you? That thrill never yeah. goes yeah. away. You have a freebs. <laughs> of course, fact... I'd rather pay and not have the awkward interaction. <laughs> Would, yeah. Always. I don't like freebies. Oh, but I quite liked seeing all the popcorn on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked great. Because it didn't look like someone had dropped a tub. It looked like someone had repeatedly tipped tubs on the floor. It was great. Right. Well, then you were able to have your, what's this, outrage moment. <laughs> I'll be straight with you. I would have ate the top three oh. or four layers of the... Because a lot of it hadn't touched the car, but it was sitting on all the oh, popcorn. As far as you know, it might have uh, spilled off somebody's jacket. There might oh. be a Somebody's blue jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's yeah. dressed up for the Peter Rabbit film on their own. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. And, and I also, I watched um, Sing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. He's my faithful manservant. <laughs> <laughs> no, he isn't. He isn't. Suddenly I found myself in a British 1930s novel. <laughs> um, I watched, do you know Sing? The um, animated yes, film about well. a singing competition. It's great. Yeah. yeah, but I've seen it now. Well, I here's the thing. I've seen it. Four times. See, I would have guessed oh, big wow. about 900 times. No, no, that's my part. It was hard. You know, one of my, I think one of the biggest lies in modern society is multiple viewings. Oh, yeah. Because it was hard for me to say I'd seen it four times because 
the temptation if you've seen something four times is to say you've seen it eight times. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. When people yeah. say, I oh, yeah. I think I do that. I lie. I've seen Star Wars. I've seen the yeah, new, yeah. Uh, new Hope. I've seen that. Oh, I've seen it like 18 times. No, you've seen it like yeah. five times. But you can't resist lying about it. Yeah, I do tell that lie a lot. Yeah. Do Never. You? I, yeah, oh, I'm glad you picked me up on which that. Which film? I don't, yeah. It's not just you, everybody. <laughs> which film is it, though? Oh, I lie all the... No, things that, you know, when I was here, like I said, oh, Spinal Tap, I've seen that like a million times. I used to watch it every day. Well, no one thinks you've seen it a million times, obviously. But when you people say, I've seen 50, it like, I've seen it like yeah. nine times, you've seen, yeah. it, you've seen it three times. Right, mm. got you. I, that'd be a good texting, wouldn't it? What arm <laughs> would you say the most lied about things are? And let's keep it, let's keep it clean. Yeah, above the belt. Breakfast, yeah. Above, yeah. Totally above the belt. <laughs> the most lied about things. But that would be up there, the amount of times you've seen something. Definitely. And can I ask you a question quickly about Ree Peter Rabbit's clothing <coughs> choices? Yeah. Does he just wear the jacket then? Just a blue jacket. Okay. I think it might have been his dad's jacket. His dad, as you may know, was caught by Mr McGregor, killed and eaten in a pie. Oh. That's one of the main uh, strands of um, Peter Rabbit's... Um, <laughs> Um, Backstory. Well, yeah, and also it's sort of pie avoidance yeah. is one of his big motivations <laughs> throughout the whole thing. Uh, it's quite... Um, I, I was reading um, Boz, um, Peter Rabbit, and there's a bit where Mr. Bonnie, um, which I think is, was Hugh Hefner's stage name, <laughs> Mr. Bonnie... Um, just breaks down a bit of a branch off a tree and whips Benjamin Bonnie with it. Oh. Um, I've read that a few times to my <laughs> friends in the uh, S&M community. <laughs> and um, we've shrieked with delight. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Anyway, this is um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on eight twelve fifteen. We'll be reading some out in a second. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I'm going to have a drink of water. You have a drink of water while Emily and I will discuss. I don't know why you came to work in a dog lead today. To be honest, <laughs> I think that, that, <laughs> might be, that might be why he's. Uh... I came straight from party. <laughs> Imagine if Frank had been off all night. Oh. Mm. We've had some lovely missives in. <coughs> I'm going to read this one from Phil, who says, Morning, <coughs> Frank and team. Have you heard someone prone to exaggeration? We should say we were talking earlier, if anyone has just joined us, Frank was talking about people that lie when they say they've seen a film nine times or something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you an example of this. Mm. I, was, I, I met a friend of mine the other day, and we, and we went into this thing, and she ordered a couple of coffees. Mm. And... She said something like, you know, there were things like skinny and no chocolate on the top and all these, you know, um, qualifications. And the, the woman said, hot chocolate? And she said, no, 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 no. And then she did it again. And she had to order it three times. And when she came out, she said, uh, God, that was a... I said, you were very patient. She said, four times, come on. <laughs> and I went with it. I was happy oh. that she'd said four times. You went I didn't with the think, lie. I didn't think three times... Yeah. Uh, fully express the intensity of the experience. It's like in the Bible when they say people gr- live to be a thousand years. They just mean they were old. Yeah. yeah. But they just chuck, they chuck 
years at it to make it sound. You're suggesting there's exaggeration in the Bible. No, I'm suggesting it's a literary technique. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> or buying a modern coffee experience is similar to the Bible. This is a man who just uh, we just went out for a coffee thing, and and Al said, "Can I have pouring cream?" <laughs> Pouring cream. I've I always never feel a bit American heard of that before. That. Well, if not, you get that so horrible spray cream that's disgusting. It's the sort of thing disgusting. the late Princess Margaret would have specified. Yeah, well, she, and I, cream. she and I are like two peas in a pod yeah. in our bit of the Venn diagram. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm sure I've heard Wild West old timers talk about pouring whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me a shout of that pouring cream. I think pouring whiskey if I'm, it's supposed to be the best stuff so you don't drink it out of the bottle. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Well, I think Al specifically, if I may be so bold to speak for sure. you, Al, I think he didn't want whipped cream. Yeah. Unlike no. unlike some of your friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, meanwhile... We'll go back to Phil's text. Shall we go over to yeah, Phil's house? Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, over in Phil's crib, have you heard someone prone to exaggeration being described as, when you go to Tenerife, they've always been to Eleven a reef? <laughs> That's good, though. I like it. Phil adds... My wife, Sharon, in brackets... Why the brackets, Phil? Don't know. Has you, Frank, on her list of if you had to choose three dinner guests? Oh, lovely. She is undecided on the others. Have oh. a great weekend. First on the team sheet. That's, That's good, isn't good. it? Well, it is good, unless you're surrounded by two other people that could <laughs> arguably have got on that team sheet. <laughs> yeah, Every I mean, week. insulting much. So how many people do this show? Three. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, why don't you come with me and uh, co-doula? Yeah. <laughs> come to the birth with me. <laughs> Bear with you. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. That uh, sounds good. Yeah. Um... Yes. So, uh, by the way, the, the um, watching the film um, several Rabbit. times, thing. Now that yeah. one, the multiple watching oh, uh, right. oh, yeah. thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it. Um, I. Th- I saw him watched it. I thought it's actually quite good practice for life. That, that multiple you? repetition. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, I, C.S. Lewis um, f- felt that um, that fear of the same old thing is what's destroyed humanity, ruins marriages, um, turns oh, people to heresy, they walk out of good jobs, start doing drugs, just because they... So if you can, you know, really steel yourself to watching the same thing over and over, then it, it, it prepares you for life. Oh. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I say, I got a letter from Wisden World, which I'm really hoping is a theme park. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be brilliant. You have to, you you, say you walk in, it's got a big WG Grace and you have to walk in in between his bat and his... Well, we should say for people that don't know what wisdom is. Oh, wisdom is, 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 I suppose one would call it the Bible of, um, of the cricket world. It comes out. It's an almanac. almanac, isn't yeah. it? It's an almanac, yeah. All right. And do you remember Old Moore's almanac? No. He used to, it, it was a, the predictions for the year. I wonder if it still exists. It was a big list. People will tell us. Yeah. Of that a big uncertain. list of predictions. And they used to, oh, really? people just sometimes sell it on the street. Mm. It'd be very popular when I was a kid. Uh, and there was adverts in it like, um, get rich through <laughs> prayer. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop. That can't be right. Can oh, that's it? handy to know. Yeah, it worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I got a letter from Bill from Wisden World, and he has sent me the new Wisden. And I think of all the things I've, uh, that have been sent me at the show, I can't think of anything. I was more excited and a pristine... 2018 Wisden. It just made me think the cricket seasons here and summer and loveliness. May I ask what's within the almanac? I mean, do they have? Is it just people's past performances? Because I got one of those books. Well, there's um, (laughs) there's statistical things, but there's also I think um, Andy Zaltzman has written a uh, an article about. yeah, about Jimmy Anderson. He oh, he's very cricket. much in the cricket world. <laughs> now. Oh, he really is. Yeah, so there's loads of stuff, and they you know cricketers of the year. And will all like, tampering be in there, or is that? Like, no, that would be, be that would unless it's an addendum, right? No, yeah. that's just. I think that would have missed the print. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's maybe not that's very wisdom, well. is it? Yeah. Twenty cricket moments you just won't believe. Yeah, maybe I'll. Uh, if you buy it in Australia, the spine's just slightly raised on it. <laughs> anyway, that's enough cricket. That's lost half the audience. They well, hate it when I talk about cricket. Well, you don't like it when we talk about praise, but I feel in this instance attention must be paid. I believe it was that some death of a salesman, which is a strange <laughs> oh, thing to put on commercial really? radio. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I watched Urban Miss, and can I just say I recommend it to everyone. It's so good. And I almost cried with pride. I thought Frank was so brilliant in it. And Don Newton has got in touch to say, I just watched Urban Miss, Johnny Cash and the Ostrich, one of the funniest programmes I've seen in decades. But I like this. You're amazing, Frank. You inhabited the role Supernatural Ability, <laughs> which is a brilliant bit of praise. Oh, well, I- supernatural. Frank. That's lovely. You know we don't depraise. I know on the we show, don't, but, but I had you. to. No, I'm sorry. And everyone who wrote in about it, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we talk about Justin Bieber's car? Yes. Justin Bieber's car. Ooh. <laughs> I hope no one misheard that. Justin Bieber's car. Ooh. He drives it very far. Oh, very good. Ooh. I wonder if he does. Accompanied by his mom. <laughs> Oh, he loves on. his mother. He loves his mother, doesn't Very he? Very good. Well, she's not going anywhere. She's no fool. <clears throat> um, I'm not sure if he does drive it very far. It's a Lamborghini. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and uh, it's been in the news this week. I'm not just bringing this up in my role as motoring correspondent. Uh, it's been in the news because it, it appeared um, to have been spray painted with cash only across yes. the side. And it looked like it had been daubed by some kind of graffiti Hooligans. artist. Great use of daubed, FYI. Thank you. Yeah, that, Thank you. that is good. There's <laughs> only ever graffiti that's daubed or paint. <laughs> no. Anything else daubed? Yeah, yeah that's excellent. Um, yeah. and, and then the thing... There's been a spite of daubings. Spite <laughs> <laughs> um, of daubings would be a good band name, wouldn't it? It would. That flock of seagulls. Yeah. That would be good. Um and then it turned out that it hasn't been daubed because Bieber himself turned up somewhere wearing what looked like a pair of chinos. Yeah. But with the Not very nice with, chinos. Well, they were Not quite, very, they um, quite stiff. Microsoft inventor in the, in the 90s, they weren't they? quite stiff, like he was wearing chinos made out of like a kind of envelope that yeah. you used to send photographs in. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very one of good. Those. Do not bend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine getting trousers that said do not bend. <laughs> well, his said cash only. Cash only. This is the. But Al, what's weird is it looked but like it see, had been written on in Sharpie yeah. on the tra- turn. Yeah, but if you're if he thinks I'm going to write cash only on a pair of trousers, he's going to sort out the worst trousers he's got oh, to write that, that makes on. Sense. So he thinks, what about those uh, do not bend chinos? Yeah, <laughs> they're always awkward to walk in anyway. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not get get him used up. That makes sense, actually, now. Yeah, it is. Right. A, it's Maybe a weird... Maybe you saw your Urban Miss, Frank, and he's doing a bit of um, ambient PR for it. What, for... Uh, OK, <laughs> yeah. show me. That's what he's doing. He's on the side of Yeah, I hadn't thought so. Yeah, it's like a viral campaign. It's gone wild. It's something... We should explain what it is, but I, the, the fairs is very imminent. Mm. And um, Daisy's not with us today. Sarah's producing, and she's got, uh, I, I don't know, a different edge. Daisy's slightly frightening. Right. How would you and, describe uh, uh, Sarah? Sarah is more, you'll get me the sack if you don't stop talking soon. It's that, <laughs> right. it's that approach. It's more at the Great Depression sort of uh, <laughs> uh, approach. Buddy, can you spare me a dime? <laughs> so let's come back. Let's come back to Bieber because I'm, I, I'm, I can't cope with the emotional <laughs> sway of it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So Bieber and his cash-only motif. The yeah. cash-only thing, it comes from a friend of his, is an art, is a photographer or something, and cash-only is his catchphrase. So, yeah, it? he seems to just um, put cash-only across existing works of art, so he'll sort of... Joe Termini, I believe he's called. He'll daub cash-only <laughs> across, for example, e.g. the uh, Mona Lisa... That's because yeah. the only one he's heard of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's pretty yeah. Anyone know the art? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he actually did that. He? Literally, no, he literally yeah. did write cash only on the uh, on the yeah. on a, a photograph of the Mona Lisa. I think so. Yeah. You know, it has long been my view that photography is the last refuge of the scoundrel. <laughs> has it? Yeah, because painting is so hard and yeah. photography is so easy. It is easy. You're right. I mean, come Let's on. just look Shot, at the switchboard for all yeah. the uh, all the photographers texting in immediately. I know, God bless you. I mean, some people, uh, yeah, there are some. You do see some lovely photographs, of course, but yeah. a lot That'd of them a are nice on, a lot of them are on my phone. Yeah, yeah, you do see some lovely I'm photographs. Brilliant, but they're not as hard to do as oil paintings. Also, no, they're not. They're just not. They're but don't you not. think Frank's review could be nice? Just outside the photographers' gallery or something, you do see some lovely photographs. Frank yeah. Skinner. <laughs> Yeah. Lovely. You do, but I like I say that, that you know, I I take some amazing photographs, if I may say so. Yeah. It's really arrogant, Frank. No, it isn't because no. I don't think it's that tricky to do mm-hmm. these days, especially. Uh, yeah. Well, you like photo. You say you take some good photos. Bieber said because he showed off his tats recently. We should say he said I absolutely love art. Uh-huh. So obviously he's keen on it and that's why he's gone down the old cash only route by the way speaking of cash only what about this for a hot off the press um bitcoin yeah oh well it had a dip it was everywhere wasn't it all you heard about was stupid bitcoin and (laughs) now how dare you and it's just gone yeah people have stopped talking about it yeah. I think part of the reason that people have stopped talking about it Go is on. the people that were talking about it thought they had loads of money in it and then they haven't and now they're like 
Actually, it's probably worth not talking That's about. That's more it. reason for talking about it. So People it still devalued? talk about Lloyd's. Fair <laughs> <laughs> It's gone. You know what? It's gone. It's gone down with the dabbing. Down with the dabbing? Yeah. yeah. That's Don't also know. gone. When's the last time you see someone dab? I haven't seen someone dab for a while. <laughs> God, finished. Right. Finished. I'm also intrigued by the um, car colour choice that Bieber has made. He's gone the, for the uh, turquoise. Tur- turquoise blue, it says in the paper. Because I associate that with the lovely old three-wheelers from the 70s, if you remember those. What? I used to love those cars. Reliant they, Robins? They were, no, they were different to Reliant, Reliant Robins. I think they were called Inver cars. They were for ex, They were for injured, injured servicemen, I think they were for originally. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that, those? They were, they were sky blue, weren't they? They were turquoise. I'm going oh, circles. God. I don't want to fall out over blue. I'll tell you why, because um, they were used by the disabled and there used to be a big section at Coventry City for um, for people that they could watch the game from those cars. Oh, really? And um, I always thought that's why they were light blue, because the Coventry, Coventry City, City had really invested in, they'd got a, lit, a proper area you could park in. Well, coincidentally, Man City had that as well. <laughs> did they? No, I don't know if no. they did, but the same car. <laughs> I think they were taken off the market. I don't think they were fatalities, but I, I think they used to burst into flames. Oh, no, really? Yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I hate it when that happens. Yeah, it's not for me. If you're in a, when you drive down a motor, if you see a car with fire on it, though, that is... As long as everyone's yeah. got out. Because often everyone's yeah. got out and they're just standing looking at it. Yeah. Like people at a bonfire. Brilliant. That is good. That You're is right. brilliant. I once saw a, a, a caravan. I don't think we should have best um, no. road accidents. <laughs> no! That's a terrible <laughs> idea. No, but no, no. One, no one was hurt in, in this. Because yeah. the car was fine, but what had happened was the caravan had come off the back. Oh. And the caravan, look, it had flipped. And it said, oh, you know those sardine cans? Oh, yeah. Oh, the top yeah. And there was a fabulous vapour trail of furniture, books, clothes, right oh, the way. it all come out. If you was oh. above it, it'd look like a tadpole, I imagine. The head of the tadpole would be the, the remains of the caravan. And then the belongings would be the spindly, slightly see-through tail. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, 245 has texted, Frank, mm. nobody is dabbing anymore. The kids are all <laughs> flossing now. No, I said it's gone. But they said they're flossing I'm now. I'm glad what? to hear they're flossing. flossing. They're flossing. I don't know. I imagine it's a I'm dental the hygiene thing. The young people in the room don't know. No, I think it must be some sort of dance move that looks a bit like flossing. Remember those striptease artists used yeah. to run a feathered boa? Oh, yeah. Yes, it was uh, a bit like dry yourself down with a towel. It was a bit was like that, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, Frank, no, no way, there's no way to go I'm on so that one. I'm so sorry, I'm going to change the subject. You know the reason that Bieber's on a bit of a sabbatical? Yeah. Do you know this? Isn't yes, he, because uh, he, cancelled, he cancelled his tour due to illness. Well, I tell well, you what he's... seen. He's now said... Oh, was he? he said, I want my mind, heart and soul to be sustainable. Yeah. That's, well, that's the reason he's I, given. I, I said in the paper that I read he was looking after his health and his Christianity. That was what he was... Uh, we in that dream. order. That's the modern world for you. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but he's well enough to be out... Um, Cycling. He's, going, he's yeah. going to the spin cycle classes. Yeah, is it that... It, I don't get the point. Well, he's, he's got, got a new girlfriend, Baskin Champion. Is she? 
But one of those names really that you love, Frank, that you always see in the that Daily is, Mail, that Baskin is Champion. Baskin Champion is not a million miles from Dunkin' Donut. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting, that artist and the no charge, what is he called? Joe Termini. Yes. Termini. What's, what's his catchphrase? Cash only. Cash only. Bieber met him after the bloke was attacked by a shark. No. Yeah, that was how they met. Um, po- in a, I don't know, shark recovery. Did you uh, read this in yeah. How We Met in the Guardian magazine? On yeah, the exactly. Weekend, I wish they did. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It's a picture of Bieber, a picture of the artist, and a picture of the shark. As if he was some sort of matchmaker. <laughs> yeah, the shark is, uh, I don't know, it'd be a sort of a dating agency figure. Yeah. <laughs> Cupid's bow. Yeah, but isn't it funny how things bring people together? It is. Shark attacks. And, um, the, and the irony is, of course, a Baskin shark is, uh, is a, a well-known uh, breed of shark. Oh, yes. He's shark mad. I don't know, is, is it a breed or a genre? <laughs> shark, shark, shark. Yeah. Bieber. But what a great way to meet. I mean, what was he doing in a shark recovery uh, ward? Visiting. Do you think he was doing that visiting thing that celebrities do? Must oh, I don't know. I mean, how many people are in a shark recovery ward? <laughs> It's quite specific. One of the few wards in the modern world in empty beds, I should think. There can't think be that got, many. You think there's a separate ward for shark attacks? I think it said he met him in a shark recovery ward. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm not laughing at that. Well, I am. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. That seems fine to laugh at. It's, a, it's an oh, absurd no, it's idea all, that there's a shark right. recovery ward. It's all right to laugh at that. Get yeah. Finn on the bedpan. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of purchase. Yeah, so that's how he met him, um, Cash Only, the Cash Only man. Yeah, yeah. Joe Termini. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah. How do you spell that? Well, I'm it? saying it because it's Italian, I would imagine. Termini. Termini. I would say Termini, like Napoli. Yeah. Right. But what do I know? Okay. Quite a lot, it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he was a bit. He was a bit worried about nominal uh, <laughs> nominal termination when he's been, uh, been attacked by the shark and he's got terminized his uh, <laughs> is his surname. He thought I knew this would happen. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Oh no! I tell you what, I was I read um, on Mail Online, which I try to avoid. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is M A I L. Yeah. yeah. Um, I read an article about Bieber and the car and all that thing, trying to work out the whole what was happening and who um, Termini was, etc. <laughs> and they have a habit in the, the Daily Mail, which I find uh, of they did this thing of they call him Bieber, Justin Bieber, mm. and then the next time they mention they call mm. him say Justin yeah and then they start coming up with all the things to start repeating them so now I've seen them do it I know they do it but anyway but in this article they've gone (laughs) so they say they call him the Canadian crooner (laughs) oh yeah yeah, they love it. so they say the Canadian Canadian crooner has bought this car because and then um, and then uh, the March for Our Lives activist 
Is didn't it? even know what that was. Didn't know if that was on his CV. Fancy oh, that's, that, that's is. the gun control thing, is it? Uh-huh, is, it? is it? March for Our Lives. Was that recent? You know, the yes. kids, they all marched. I think, you might I think be that's right. what that is. That's what he, that's but it sounds he, like the title of an album or something, doesn't it? That's yeah. why he bought the um, non-folding trousers to keep you up during the march. Apparently it's not. The Friends Hitmaker. Is Friends one of his... Um, Must be. What? Has he got a hit called Friends? Oh, I, th- I thought you meant it was something to do with uh, the sitcom. The popular friend, sitcom. The popular no, 90s sitcom. No. Then he was called um, the ex-boyfriend of <laughs> Selena Gomez. I mean, this is... Yeah. We're walking into... It's becoming a CV. And my favourite, at one point in the article, he was referred to as the tattoo-sleeved millennial. <laughs> Wow! I mean, that doesn't narrow it down much, does it? That's, no, 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 but for goodness, I, I think yeah. we should encourage this on the show. Yeah. What do you think of the miserly Matt Mithra, <laughs> Alan Cochran? <laughs> <laughs> what about Ch- Chive Challenge Shard of the Chattering Classes? Oh, she's definitely I'm, Chive Challenged. Oh, and I'm so Child of the Chattering Classes. I love <laughs> that. What are we gonna? What about you, Frank? Have you come up with one for you? Oh, come on. I'll get it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a get. Can't just go a full get. Oh, no, I'll do it. Yeah, I, I must look up some, because um, I, I am very occasionally on mail online. I see what oh, they, how are they just, yeah. Me. Three Lions singer. Yeah, it'd be something like that. I was once introduced by Bob Mills. You know Bob Mills, the comic. He introduced yeah. me as the comedy king from the old bull ring. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Sometimes as well, Frank, you might get a TV funny man oh, in paragraph yeah, three. Yeah. yeah, I haven't had that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> what about Chris Evans, madcap broadcaster? Oh, he's definitely a madcap broadcaster. Oh, uh, marvellous. But yeah, I mean... Sleeved as well. <laughs> Tattoo sleeved. sleeved. The millennial. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have follower of the Nazarene in there. No. no. Wouldn't that, that been grave if yeah. they had that? He really should. They should have. They missed the trick there. Yeah. This is Frank Skinner. Anyway, I, I also think he, he didn't look quite as handsome as he used to He's look. He's growing his hair out. He's in between. Do you think, is I it? think he's in between hairstyles. Well, he's doing Where's that thing. Where's his beard? Where's his beard? <laughs> oh, we found got... out, didn't we, where Buzz's yeah, beard was? Yeah, we did. Was. Apparently, he's like a sort of a Play-Doh fun factory, and the Play-Doh is still sitting in there. You just have to turn the thing and out it comes. And that happens Yeah, it was to do with Yeah, it was to do with his hormones. Follicle, the yeah. Increase in testosterone during the teenage years. But they're the in there. Years. The fo- hair follicles are like eggs. Sitting, you know, in a sci-fi film, when they go into a cave and there's giant ant eggs. Yeah, <laughs> like that. I feel we might be tiptoeing back into last week's guessing science territory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well we've had. I mean, eight six six science. Did say it's hormonal changes in teenage years that cause. Well, I can't growth. tell him that. He's five. You could tell him no. he'll know. I need broad oh. strokes. <laughs> Should have heard some of the things my parents told me. <laughs> you could tell him he'll know he's a young man when the beard starts. Yeah. Can I tell you another? Another question he asked me, he said, why isn't a unicorn... Wouldn't it be better if a unicorn was called a unihorn? And I thought, that's brilliant. That that is good. Absolutely brilliant. He's like an avant-garde poet. That is good. Yeah. And what did you you say? Yeah, it would be better. I said, actually, it would. Good. And then I, I thought, does he know that uni means one? Yeah. From unicycle, I would guess. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking, Unabomber. Oh, right. 
That was Yuna. Uh, um, Yuna. <laughs> what, what does Yuna mean then? Yuna uh, Stobbs. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't her, was it? Who? <laughs> was it? And what if she'd have been uh, arrested? That would have been. But I think awful. it's right that you said yes. It would be better. I think it's good to tell the infants that the world is flawed, and uh, ideally, you know, encourage the idea that they can improve it. Well, a unicorn. Make that change. Uh, yeah. Then, you know, it, be the change. Unicorn. Be, would the, change. Like, be the change you want to see in the world. Hal. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're suggesting? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry, is that Gandhi. Yeah. Is it me and Gandhi? David Gandhi said that to me. Yeah. David. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so what? Gandhi? Said, but David that? Gandhi said to me, be uh, the change you want to see in the world. He didn't. That's Mahatma, <laughs> not David. It's <laughs> one out. Yeah. Um, you, yeah. I forgot what I was going to oh, say. Oh, sorry. No, that's fine. the trouble with the hell today. If you're interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. There'll be other good stuff. Oh, yeah. On the way. I can feel it. I can feel it in the, in the, in the, uh, in the drain pipe of my consciousness. <laughs> In the dream path of my consciousness, you live like a fungus of love. <laughs> uh, I might uh, write a couple of protest uh, numbers. Well, that was more of a love song, wasn't it? Mm. Then you could be called the Brummy protest singer yeah, yeah. on yeah. your bio. That'd be lovely. Yeah, it would be something like the angel-faced <laughs> activist, <laughs> wouldn't it? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mate, I might work on the first bit. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website, please. Um, we've actually we were discussing just before the Daily Mail descriptions of, uh, for example, Justin Bieber. Mm. Um, a classic one would be Kylie Minogue, the pint-sized pop star. Ah, yes, always, lovely Al. Always, uh, apparently, haven't even gone metric on it. What about? Do you think Frank gets <laughs> very um, Daily Mail? <laughs> Al, I thought of another Frank one. Oh yeah, the Three Lions hit maker. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. two seven two has texted. Frank's referred to as the actor <laughs> in one recent Mail Online article. Wow. Oh, the people off. have not forgotten Perkins. <laughs> now that's good news. Yeah. That's just as good as TV funny, man. I certainly haven't. I actually got a picture of me as Perkins over my son's bed. <laughs> just so he remembers. Yeah, he'll know. <laughs> yeah, well, those time when he thinks I'm a rubbish dad, just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, also, 780 has texted, Dear Inquirer, uh, Old Moore's Almanac oh, does yes. still exist. Does it? And they sell it in my local newsagents. That's from Amanda in Sydenham. I didn't so, see that coming. Oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just put Sydenham. So if we just go in all newsagents local to Sydenham, we'll eventually get a Old Moore's Almanac for you. It's to be a gig in, at the Greyhound Pub in Sydenham. Very um, good. Hosted by um, Reeves and Mortimer. Really? Yeah. Mm. And I remember I went on and I said I noticed that the um, that the uh, ground on the sign is couchant rather than rampant, which is it, it's, it's it's a reference to heraldic animals, whether they're lying down or risen up. Wow! I never got them back. I don't think. <laughs> you did that. At the I top started. Of the I started with that. 
<laughs> really bold choices there. Well, I thought, you know, they'll like that because it's about the sign outside the pub. And they didn't. Yeah, <clears throat> no, they didn't like that. The people of Sydenham weren't out for heraldic animal humour. <laughs> no, they weren't humor. out for a couchant <laughs> shout out. <laughs> yeah. No, heraldic references at Sydenham. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the end of that. I'm, re- I'm staggered to hear that. Um, Frank, we've been talking about Bieber's life motto, this, at the m- current, we'll say, life motto, which is ca- appears to be cash only. Has that become his life motto? Well, it, it's everywhere, come on. He's got okay. it on his trousers. It's his slogan, isn't it? Oh, well, hasn't he, is, has he done a bit of a I'm having that <laughs> to, his, to his mate? This is his oh, mate's slogan. But he's, maybe he's trying to promote his mate's work with it. I don't know. But he's, he's adopted it, definitely, yeah. Mm, I'm worried about that. What about this for a, a cake and hot springs? Cake and hot springs? Yes. Well, as a motto. That is the secret to life, according to... Now, this is one of my faves this week, so I want to talk about him. The world's oldest man. Ah, the world's oldest man. Masazo Nanaka. Pardon? Um, Masazo Nanaka. Okay. 112 (laughs) years young. Masazo Nanaka. (laughs) It's a wonderful thing. (laughs) (laughs) Means no worries. It doesn't mean no worries. For the rest of your day. (laughs) There aren't many of them, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, What he's saying, though, isn't it? (laughs) No, but he's 112. I mean, come on. I think even he would. Hey, it's a problem free. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Philosophy. What's his name? Masazo <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Brilliant. He's turned 112. Wow. Now, what yeah. I loved about this, it said he was born months before Einstein published the theory of relativity and shortly before the Wright brothers. Um, <laughs> the first flight. I don't know why I thought that's so funny. They always do that with yeah. old people, don't they? Yeah. I, I was born less than 12 years after Hitler died. Wow. Mm, I know. I know what you're thinking. Dodged a bullet there. <laughs> um, I'm just glad there was such a gap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you believe in reincarnation? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Masazo <clears throat> Nanaka. Yeah. He, um, I like the sound of him. Do you? Well, do you know why? I think he might be a bit of a git. Right. Okay. I do. I got that vibe as well. well t- I think you're in, if you're 112, you're, you're allowed get to a be bit grumpy, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I say it with gr- immense admiration, mm. obviously. But his daughter, he was talking, he was saying, you know, it was due to ca- cake and hot springs. This is what he put his sort of what usefulness down to. Hot springs. It it's a, it's a stretcher that he went out with like oh. <laughs> 20 years ago. Okay. Well, she's given him yeah. a, a new lease of life. Yeah. Lovely. Um, he said in the interview, yeah, I, uh, I have a longevity <laughs> to hot springs. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, she's a uh, very good flossing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, you need at that age, I should think. Actually, he he isn't directly quoted in any of the interviews. No, you're They've right. Spoken for him. You're the right. only thing that he says in the interview is "yum." <laughs> like the only right. actual quote. I feel like they're patronising <laughs> him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the only quote is "yum." There's no. Oh, this is a bit of wisdom. It's all said by other people for him. Well, oh, he likes daughter, this. He likes that. Says. Um, if we give him a meal and he doesn't like it, he'll secretly give it to the pets. 
Yes. And then she says, I, the reason I think he's lived so long is because he's stress-free. Because if there's anything he doesn't like, he tells you about it. I said, well, get your story straight, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Why is he giving it secretly to the yeah. pets? But I like that he tells you about it. One of it. the pets mm. is uh, 108. So yeah. it might yeah. be the diet. <laughs> <laughs> But I like that he tells them about it. I think that's one of those nice euphemistic ways of suggesting that a family member is a little bit bad-tempered. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which I like. I, I th- I, th- my, <clears throat> my most intriguing sentence in the whole article I read was, yeah. it was it said that the old, world's oldest woman title is yeah. currently vacant. Yeah. How does that work? Well, they haven't found me yet. <laughs> There's got to be a world's oldest... I mean, oldest. I'm over here. There's got to be a world's oldest woman. It can't be vacant, can it? Oh, yeah. They've got to know them and have it verified, though, presumably. Yeah, but in the meantime, you just pick the oldest woman you know. Surely you don't leave it unoccupied, that <laughs> no, title. Well, and there's wouldn't... crowns to be handed out and no, cake to be they eaten. get crowns? Yeah. I, I don't think they get, get actual a, crowns. They, they get a sash. <laughs> like Miss World, that'd be like Miss Alabama, Baskin Champion. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. I, I know what you mean, Al. I did feel they were slightly putting words into his mouth. Yeah, I mean, he, he... Well, if he doesn't like them, they'll just give them to the pet. <laughs> yeah, I um, they said he'd had a party, didn't they, with with cake, and that's why he'd said yum. He said yum. Yeah, but surely he should have a party every day. Yeah, every day because every day becomes the world's oldest man. Yeah, if he's 112, yes. yeah. I mean, it's point. a very difficult record to write down. I mean, I've got the current Guinness Book of Records, mm. and, uh, of course, it's already out of date as far as the world's oldest man. I can't keep well, changing it with marginalia. No. <laughs> he he likes... Uh, said his hobbies are watching sumo wrestling and samurai dramas. Uh, I'm in. Mm. I love the samurai <laughs> I, drama. I thought of you when I read that out. I've, I feel like that is a description of somebody I would get on with. Yeah, he I speaks like, his mind. I and he watches a, samurai yeah. dramas. I, mean, I I love a samurai drama. I'm yeah. not sure about sumo. Oh, it's all right. I went and saw a schoolboy sumo once. Did you? An outdoor schoolboy sumo in Japan. Really? Yeah. And every kid was like I was when I was about seven, just totally skinny, right. little school kid. Apart from one kid who was absolutely mini sumo. I mean, he was massive, this right. kid. Yeah. Really? <laughs> What's the word nowadays? He was a fat kid. Right. Yeah, I don't and think that had, is the I don't word, think it's that. Is that the word? Okay, let me Rotund. see. Rotund. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he, he, he was He was a proper sumo <laughs> child. And he had the hairstyle, and he picked up these thin kids, and he just chucked them around. <laughs> like you chucked. Dull action men around. I mean, Excellent. he was, you know, you know the horrible Not... neighbour in Toy Story 1? He was like that. <laughs> I mean, and in the, he beat them all, of course. Then he just beat them and he just he, he dismissed them like gnats. And then um, the teachers got in at the end and they beat the hell out of this kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to the um, the, the, the translator, um, uh, is this all right with it? And uh, and she said, honey, he must learn that, you know, he can't, he's, he's not the best. He must, must learn that. Brilliant. I'm surprised she didn't say very cruel. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was a bit shocked by it. That's the great. teachers looked like they were loving it, really throwing him about. 
And he was like, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen a Mr. Michelin man fall off the top of a, an oncoming lorry on the motorway. It was like that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I think the big plus of being the oldest man in the world is it's a record. You know what they say, like um, like with like with Man City at the moment. They say the thing is you don't have to worry about other results. Yeah. As long as you keep winning. Right. Yeah. And it's one of those records that as long as you keep going, you don't have yeah. no, no one is going to overtake you. It's not like cycling. Yeah. Where you have to go up and down the track to stop someone from over. Or do that weird thing of constantly looking behind your shoulder, yeah, which I yeah. find a bit creepy. I don't know, we've discussed that. Um, well, they were worried because it says in the article last year he was ill. Oh no, last year he was 111, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent work. Order. Order. Excellent. <laughs> No, it's right. But how, how great to just know as long as you keep going, the record will remain yours. No one's going to. Your money's safe. It's also an anarcha. It's not um, overtakers you need to worry about. Oh, oh very good. <laughs> Everyone's jumping in now. Oh, your turn, Em. <laughs> well, I don't have a fabulous pun to add, but I do have um, a word or two on his sartorial choices. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I liked what the guy wore. I liked it. He went for because I often do think about what our, what my look will be when those when years. When you're 112. Come. Yeah. Well, maybe I won't last 112. You know, I had a busy well, past. Well, apparently but, we all. Um, <laughs> there was a lot going on there. Yeah, but I think someone else still acts as a preservative. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> um, Google some of that stuff. So, but I often think, what will my look be when I get to that age? And I know Karl Lagerfeld, as I believe I've shared with you before, says sweatpants are a sign of defeat. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what that's his life motto. But I, I liked him because I thought he struck the balance, Masazo Nanaka, absolutely right. He had a puffer, a sleeveless puffer, oh, funnily enough. Yeah. Oh, did he? In Very a sort of bronze tan shade. Yeah. But just two of the two of the buttons done up. And then a nice He had a buttoned puffer as yes. opposed to a zip. Yeah. He had two buttons and then See well, that's great when you got spare spare time in the day. A slot, a sort of deep <laughs> to do those buttons. Because what else is he doing? Yeah, but it took him two hours Not to be great. fair. He's watching, what, the, watching, watching the samurai drama, samurai from another, <laughs> and yet cake. another baby cart movie. <laughs> <laughs> baby cart is a popular samurai. He had a shirt, a kind of eighties detailed <laughs> pattern shirt, which I liked. And then I think he did go for a slight sweatpant thing on the legs. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking at that. It was a Peter Rabbit thing. I was just focusing on the top. Yeah. But then <laughs> some nice comfy socks. And he looked natty, which I like. Natty? Yeah, he hadn't let it all go. No, good So you could have worse role models clothes-wise than uh, the world's oldest man. Well, okay. I think, why don't we have next week we all have to come <laughs> dressed as the world's oldest man? <laughs> <laughs> I've already got a large part of the outfit, yeah, and yeah, of yeah. course the face. I can bring, <laughs> I can bring the face. I'm going to have all my teeth removed. Yeah, I'm sorted. Done. Yeah. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, on the subject of people looking old, we've got an email here that's been in the corner for a little while. Uh, long-term reader, first-time email cornerer. I'll save the platitudes, but I've been listening to the show for at least six years mm. and have been particularly enjoying the Whatever Happened To section. With this in mind, I offer the following. 
Whatever happened to people looking their age, one cannot simply rely on fashion selections, technological abilities, wrinkles, or even by the age of their children. Being in a considerable age gap relationship myself, I realise I do not help this Legend. problem. Legend. <laughs> also considerable. Well, I mean... we, don't know, we don't know which direction they're in the age gap relationship. Uh, it's, no, uh, that's true. This is from... Yeah. It's Have a Marvellous Weekend, Rosie. Rosie? Yeah. So, could be either a way... Lady or let's, a... let's hope this hasn't been in the corner too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, uh, fingers I, crossed. I wholeheartedly agree with this. Uh, <laughs> I think it is very difficult to tell these days. Oh, and in fact, I have um, an anecdote. Oh. I, oh. I was on so stage... Put the jingle for that. Oh, well, I'm just going to... Alan's anecdote. Let me make myself no, comfortable. No, no, no. Oh, it's not I'm, a long anecdote. Oh, but I'm it is just a, gathering by the fireside. Put another log on, it's Frank. A, it's a frustration of mine. I, uh, I, I have some material in my current touring stand-up show. Tickets still available. And uh, that's not what it's called. <laughs> the next one should be. Cash uh, only. Mine's but called be, Considerable yeah. Age Gap Relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a bit in it where it's quite useful to speak to somebody young. So I'm on stage the other night in Stafford. I glance around. I can't see anybody young. And I'd forgotten momentarily that I'd already spoken to a lady on the front row who was 23. So I should have just spoken Legend. to her. Hmm. But you I can't, forgot. You can't think of everything. You've got I'd forgotten. Things on your mind. I was trying to get to the next lot of jokes, and I glance around and I say to a lady in row three, "I go, oh, how old are you? Do you mind me asking?" Fifty-five. Wow. Mm. She said fifty-five, and I'd already said you. You look quite young. How old? Are you? 50? I mean, yeah. that's. But there's a certain gloominess when you're looking at an audience as well. It's a, they look a bit, <laughs> there is. It's there very is a, coming back at me. There is. Oh, yeah. It's very. <laughs> flat, it's very flattering. Or I mean, we've all had shocks of. Oh, seeing people in the audience and then seeing them in the bright light of a hotel room. <laughs> no, we haven't. Haven't we? Oh. <laughs> Just me then. <laughs> Legend! Legend! <laughs> well, you see, when I was a young man and people used to get old, there used to be a moment where, I don't know what, quite what happened, but they would change the way they dressed. They would... Right. Well, I've, we've discussed this, mate. They would go to what I call the I have given up shop. They would go to the beige stage. Yeah. <laughs> and and suddenly, people who never wore beige, ever, yeah. would have beige clothes on. And those... Um, mm. And where would they buy them from, Frank? Maybe the back pages of the Sunday supplement? Well, I mean, they're still pushing it. I mean, <laughs> if you was to look in the Daily Mail today, I would suspect, this is the newspaper, not the online version, you would see trousers which are not called trousers, they're called slacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. slacks. Yeah. I don't know. What is the difference between trousers and slacks? 8, 12, 8, 12 15. 15. <laughs> <laughs> but they've got like an elasticated waisting and they're yeah. beige. So there still must be some beige pensioners out there. But it used yeah. to absolutely, people would suddenly start wearing beige. Mm. And I always thought that they, you know, they they'd have white hair, beige clothes, they stop wearing the red lipsticks. Like they're. They're steadily preparing for the, the, the transparent creaminess of um, ghosthood. <laughs> but when they're ghosts, Frank, will they be in the slacks or maybe in a 50s prom dress? Well, you know my big problem with yeah. ghosts. Uh, is their clothing choices? How, how do they have clothes? How do the clothes make it across the Great Divide? Because yeah, I can see an argument. There's something about the spirit, you know, the body, whatever. Mm. 
But why a pair of acrylic slacks should have an afterlife? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem I fair. I don't want naked it? ghosts. Um, well, I think people would be less frightened of them if they were naked. Some of them seem to take a few possessions as well, like some pins <laughs> nests or... Yeah. You think, well, what? Chains. What else do you Oh, no, they get the chains there. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think you can take them through um, departures. Do they wear hats, ghosts? <laughs> yeah, like, you have to get them in duty free on the other side. But, like, yeah. spectacles and hats, like, That's what is right. this? Yes. Is it mate. like a luxury item on Desert Island Discs or they're something? O- they're that, only uh, allowed two things, some t- hence sometimes the hat and the oh, spectacles. Maybe. But the spectre, you would Especially think one thing that would ghost. come from ghosthood, surely, would be a sort of a innate laser eye surgery that you you never <laughs> near sighted. Of course, if you're a ghost, doesn't matter if you walk into things. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, we've uh, had a text from 240 saying, how do ghosts get clothes that they were not buried in? Some may have been cremated, but still have clothes when they haunt. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea that they haunt. They do it as an activity. Well, they do haunt. There's no getting around yeah. it. <laughs> it's not like on their to-do list, is it? Like they've set an agenda. Well, that's all I they've think, got to do. I, th- I always think it's imposed on them. I don't think it's a choice thing. Well, I think it's how people respond to them. They find them haunting, but they're not... I don't think the ghosts are saying, yeah, I'm going to go and do a bit of haunting. <laughs> it's not no. an activity as far as the ghosts are just being. Yeah, no, no I, exactly. think tell, I think it's like being uh, Night Watchman. Well, I you think, think they're, they're on a rota? I <laughs> think it's a job. <laughs> I, think, I do. I think they all have to do their share of, of going out and making sure everything's okay. Like a rota? Going yeah. up, uh, up. Upstairs or downstairs for the lucky yeah. ones, and uh, <laughs> checking out, yeah, checking out the old place. Mm. That's my view. Um, that's why sometimes you see them big Alsatian ghosts. <laughs> 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 do you get animal ghosts? You do, don't you? I think. I think I've heard of. Uh, yeah. Do you? Do you, I think it's a, th- that very thing, quiet, th- aren't they? That thing about the beige. Um, Period. Well, someone, uh, I say someone, 619. Let's yeah. um, call a 619 a 619. It says old beige pensioners, which I think is fabulous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's One of the good things about that is that unlike the ghosts, I think if the if the pensioners took off their beige clothes, they were still beige underneath. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But th- there was a sort of what you could call a beige decompression chamber, which they went, they dwelt in, in between the life of the younger person and the other side, if you were. Okay. And I think um, since they've stopped doing that, people are living longer. It's almost like oh, the Grim right. Reaper finds it hard to spot the elder. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be some... It's too much of a coincidence. Mm -hmm. It's like they've managed to extend the the, the sort of conveyor belt of life so that the skip is a little bit further away than it... Well, Masaz Onanaka, I find it interesting to note what colour was he wearing? Bright red, was it? No, not beige, was it? Bronze slash beige. Oh, was was it? Oh, well, he's he's not long for this world. (laughs) He's on the not, I'm not sticking my neck out there. <laughs> like, fair to spoiler say. alert. <laughs> the 112-year-old man. Did I tell you when the oldest man in Britain, who I think was 107, when he died, he used to go to, still go to his local bowls club and they, they interviewed the captain of the bowls club. 
And uh, they said to him, uh, what did you think when you got the news? He said, well, they found me. I said, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I thought, you are, really are a man who's very, very hard to convince. <laughs> You're a sceptical man. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, some are funny. I bet he said oh, some are funny gone on there. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Anyway, um, yes, so I think I do think people live longer since we got rid of the beige. But you're su- suggesting no. that people still. It's hard to know, though. It's hard to know. Everything is hard to know. Why don't you get ghost dinosaurs, says 104? That is a... I remember hearing someone on a radio debate. (laughs) They had a debate about whether the Loch Ness Monster existed. Yeah. And there were stories about it could be this dinosaur that had lived on, and someone said, I think it's a ghost. (laughs) And you thought, mate... You're already people aren't you taking people with you already is hard enough, but don't make it a ghost. <laughs> You're just pushing it too far. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost dinosaurs though, interesting. Can I tell you something I learnt this week? I was watching the Masters. Um the oh, golf. Yeah. You know the golf. Yeah, the Masters. You watch the yeah. golf. I watched a bit of golf. He, he loves all sports. Do you? I was on holiday. Oh, I did I did watch a bit of golf. I didn't know you watched golf. I don't so I wouldn't like say I watched golf, prank. but I did watch golf. I'm back week. down now. That means to be you honest, do I, watch golf. After I'd rolled down the grass bank, I just <laughs> I had to convalesce for forty eight hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> couldn't get back up to turn the telly over. I was watching <laughs> and you know, golf comes <laughs> invalids the, TV. <laughs> the, the origin of golf is that it comes from the, the Netherlands, which was Holland when I was a kid. I don't know when that change happened. <laughs> What's probably so angry about? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always Holland. <laughs> Late the football team, Holland. Holland, Holland are in the World yeah. Cup final. Oh, Netherlands. <laughs> anyway, um, so it came from Holland and then it was, it was picked up by the Scots in particular. Oh, yeah. And in those days, they didn't even play on a course... They'd put like a local building and you had to hit the ball at that and it was who could get it the closest. Right. Right. But, so it came... Do you know what it was called? No. Now, bear in mind, things change. I realise over the time, over time, you know, because of things change. What that game was called? Colf. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother changing that? <laughs> so it arrived as Colf... <laughs> and somebody thought, oh, no, I don't like that. What about too, golf? Too well, tricky. <laughs> Can't get my mouth around golf. Yeah, yeah golf. golf. Yeah, oh, be that's much better. <laughs> I like that a lot. The difference yeah, let's it's made. Oh, well, I'll be glad to see the back of golf. I don't know about you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, um, it's been lovely um, talking to you today. I'm going to um, go home and wallow in wisdom. Oh, nice. I'm bringing Colf back. Yeah, exactly. I might go out and watch the Colf on yeah. my really old black and white telly. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for listening. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.